What the Twitch, the podcast in which we talk about our experiences being a small streamer in the Twitch universe. I'm Marissa. And I'm Connor. Thanks for joining us. Hello and welcome back to What the Twitch. Uh, today we're getting together with a couple of really good friends of ours, uh, Mental Haze and Ninja Hitman 15, as we discuss communities, building them up, and uh, you know what these guys did to create uh, such the great communities that they have. Did that work? I appreciate having us. It is a pleasure to <laughs> that be does here. Does work. Uh, why don't you guys go ahead and t- take turns? I don't care who goes first. Just uh, kind of introducing yourselves to the podcast. Give people an idea about who you are. Hey, you go first, baby. No, you go first. Nah, brother. Nah, yeah. <laughs> no, you go. I am Ninja Man. Hey, guys. I'm Hello, nice. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you go first. Nope. <laughs> We're just gonna sit here Sonson. You gotta go. All right. Hey guys, my name is Mineral Hayes with the underscore. Biggest underscore on Twitch. Um started what, what was the question again? Just kind of introducing. Um yep, so sure. um I've been streaming for about two and a half years now on Twitch, and it's been a slow build, but uh overall my experience with streaming on Twitch has been outright phenomenal. Um I love everyone that I've met across the community. Pretty much across the world, I met many people from different countries and everything else and made great friendships with that. And I think that's one of the things that I always hold dear is being able to make those connections with people outside of your normal realm of face-to-face. All right, Ninja. Yeah, you got to go, Ninja. Now it's your turn. All right. Hi, everyone. I'm Ninja Man 15 your 15th favorite streamer. Um, honestly, it's almost verbatim what Hayes said. Um, I had a you know a little bit of a slow build up, um, and I have met tons of like really close friends. Um, honestly, mostly from um, like Discord support communities that really helped me grow a lot. Um, starting off for sure, and um, Hayes Hayes is one of the people actually I met uh, through a support community, and we became really good friends. We've played several games a lot together. All right. So like we said, tonight's topic is pretty much just on building community um, and what that might look like for mm-hmm. each streamer, um, because I think every streamer takes a. But anyways, uh, what was I saying now? Oh, anyways, so tonight, like we said, uh, we're just kind of going over building a community and what that looks like per streamer, as every streamer takes a different mm-hmm. approach in what they do to build their community. And each streamer has a different idea of what they want their community to look like and to be. Um, so we we yeah. felt like a roundtable type thing would be a better episode for this topic than just me and Connor. Um, so that's why we invited you guys. Yeah, especially since I don't have a very large community right now, so I am the wrong person to be answering questions of that nature. But I think that both Ninja and and Hayes uh, made a good point um, at the start of their introductions and that their communities are slow going. And one of the biggest things about streaming in general is, is, as we said before, it's not going to be instant gratification. You're not going to, you know, hit that live button for the first time and go, boom, you know, 50 people hanging out with you and, and you there you built your community and stuff. This is something that's going to take is going to take time and it's going to take um, 
you know, obviously some effort on the streamer's part. And not everybody, not every streamer is the same. Everyone's going to have a different way that they approach things, different thing that's kind of their vibe um, in order to take and pick, you know, to, to build, you know, as a foundation to build up off of, so. Like Connor said, his community might be small. Um, I think my aspect of it is when I first started streaming, I had a large community. I was a part of a very large community. Um, but then I realized I didn't really fit the mold of that community. And so I chose to break away from it. So now here I am rebuilding kind of my own community. Um, so I just think everybody here has such a unique um, perspective of building a community and a different story to tell. Mm-hmm. I can so, agree with that. So like how you're saying you don't have like you didn't fit that mold of your community. So you have to out one thing I've realized just like going from community to community, like multiple games. Like I played Scum for many months and then I jumped to now Marauders. Jumping one from one community to another, you are gonna have those people that don't come back around. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen. And it's because they're you they are in that community because they like either the gameplay or whatever you're doing. And you have to find that community that also is into that same interest that you are. That's what's going to keep those people coming back around. Yes, you don't want to get, I, would, I wouldn't say stale, but you don't want to be repeating and doing the same thing over and over in your like game or your stream. So, yeah, you're going to find different ways to branch out. Like, I've done many different things. Um, but one thing I always come back to is like first person shooters. That's just something I love. That's what I grew up doing. So I always stay in that community of first person shooters, but different games, different genres or whatever. Right. No. And I 100% understand that. Um, I think my experience is um, when I first started streaming, I was in the lunatics and very much. That was the community I built off of. I, I wrote, I was like ride or die lunatics. Um, oh, I remember. And <laughs> as the months went on, I just realized that I didn't really fit the mold because they too are all first person shooters and whatnot. And I'm just not, I'm just not that person. It's not my thing. Um, and like, I'm still in the lunatics discord and I still hang out with a bunch of the lunatics. Like there's no like aminosity there. It just wasn't, my brand per se oh yeah so like i was saying you're just gonna have those dis- those people that just have different interests so it's not like you said it's not animosity or you're like you're not gonna create a grudge or anything but you are just gonna have that separation a little bit when it comes to the interests what's keeping exactly. them there i think one of the biggest things that's like kind of helped me uh like get the ball rolling so like you know starting off um for the first couple of months i was streaming like Warzone and um, shooters like that that were very everyone plays them and and tries streaming them. Everyone tries to become the next Warzone streamer, and so <clears throat> it's one of those things where like you you can't like go into something that's already oversaturated uh, and expect to be seen. The second I started playing other games like other single player games, other you know smaller shooters stuff like that, I started noticing like slowly my numbers were like rising, rising, rising. And support communities used to help me out uh, like a huge, 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 huge amount. Um, and I even, um, at some point, just to kind of like test it to see, I stopped dropping my live links places just to see because like I felt like I'd already 
established myself enough that okay the people that were clicking these links or may have been clicking these links just know when i'm going to be live so i tested it out and i don't even drop my live link any anymore uh places I, there's a couple places that like will auto shout me out um but as far as like actually like taking my link and dropping it in discords i don't even do that anymore um i do think it did help me get to where i am now so it's one of those things where like i definitely think it was necessary to grow um but also it's one of those things where like you eventually kind of plateau with it and something else i've noticed is um hayes kind of touched up on it um you know you'll you'll pick up people from like these certain games or like maybe not even pick up people but like you'll have like tons of people stopping by because maybe they like to watch you play for example marauders but then if you go start playing something else you might have you know a handful of people that still come over because they liked you for the streamer you were um but then the majority aren't going to follow you over um i've had a bunch with scum that did that uh and there's like there's a couple that will still stop by um now that i don't play scum really anymore on stream um so th there's always those stragglers and I, I think that's important is like just being yourself because you know you might play one game that is super popular for a little bit and maybe you're getting you know 10 15 20 viewers from it um but those people might only be people that are there because you're playing marauders or you're playing scum or you're playing uh you know daisy something like that um but picking up those people that do appreciate you or not i guess appreciate is not really the right word but like finding those people that are in your community because they want to be there for you those people are super important because they're going to keep coming no matter like what game you're playing well and yeah. i agree with i agree with hitman um like what what sticks out to me with what you guys are saying though is i i ran into the same thing i i am stumbling over my words hard tonight english is hard um it very is however however i played dead by daylight a lot when i first started streaming like it was almost four times a, not, oh, a week i was streaming dead by daylight of course i built a community in the dead dead by daylight community i i played with them all the time we hung out all the time we played dead by daylight but outside dead by daylight we had no common interests mm -hmm. so <clears throat> however there are still a few that i i picked up i, I that's a really way to terrible way to put it but like i picked him up along the way that we did find common interest connor's one of them i met connor through dead by daylight oh wow i didn't know that yeah, yeah i was i was playing i was in a support for support server when i first started first started out and the guy that was running it was big on dead by daylight and he was like he sw he swore on everything that was holy that if you play dead by daylight you're going to be a great streamer and blah 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 stuff and i fell for it i went for it and I, you know, I met a few, I met a few folks along the way. I met Quirky, I met Rissa, uh, I met McFilthy, um, you know, met, met quite a few people and, and actually had a pretty decent amount of, you know, amount of people on my stream every time I played that game. Uh, but as soon as I started moving off to things that were more my style, uh, those people took off, you know, they, they went off to go find other Dead by Daylight streamers and stuff, which was, which was fine. It just goes back to the point of, you know, building your communities really is is a really slow process because viewers come in for the game, but they come back for the streamer. Oh, um, yeah. And I think that's something that we've all noticed in that is that we'll get 
let's throw an arbitrary number out there. We'll get 20 people in our stream because we're playing a specific game. And then the next day, we'll play a different game. And five of those will come back, you know, regardless of what game you're playing. I think so. it's important to never let that persuade you, or I guess dissuade you from playing a game. Um, I think you should always play what you want to play. Um, and I think that just being, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, just being um, more like fluent with it and natural, I guess, um, is going to make people want to keep coming back. Uh, you know, like if, if you go from, I actually like perfect example. This happened to me. Uh, my work schedule changed. So when I went to go play uh, the new Saints Row game, I was having to do like super early morning streams. I was stream I was starting at like five and six a.m. Eastern, which normally my earliest streams are Mondays, and those are at eight. Um, so my my viewer count tanked a lot when I was playing that because I was only streaming from like five or six a.m. until about twelve because I had to go into work. So. Um, it was completely offset time from like what my community was used to like tuning in to me uh, for, and it really tanked my <clears throat> really tanked my numbers. But um, I still just pushed through. Um, I actually still have my viewer count on. I've I've read lots of people say they enjoy it more with their their count off. Um, I haven't turned mine off personally, but um, I'll usually look at it, but I always try to not let it influence like my mood. Um, and so I think, I think just being natural like that really also helps too. Cause you know, if, if you go from having 20 viewer average and then you start playing a new game or let's say your schedule changes for a week or something, you dip down to like five and six, it can be a little bit of a gut punch, but if people like feed off your energy. So like if they're coming in, like you're seeming like down in the dumps and like, uh, or like you're not chatty or, you know, stuff like that, they're probably not going to want to come back. So if you, if you keep up your morale, I guess, so to say, um, when they tune in, they might be like, Oh, Hey, like this person's pretty cool. And then when you finally go back to your normal schedule, they'll tune back in and see like, you're still the same person, even though you have, 20 more viewers than what you did when they first tuned into you. I think that's kind of important too. Yeah, um, just being your uh it's gonna be your natural self. self. It's just yeah, it's your it's being your natural self and then like I mean, I, I think I've said it before. It's like even it doesn't matter if you have two, three viewers and all of a sudden you got 20 or shoot 60, you get rated by somebody with like that big numbers or something, and they're all there to see you. You that same person that was streaming to one or two people, you should have that same energy when all the people come in, or it when they're there. Because if you're there by yourself and you're talking and you're playing or whatever, and then and chat's just quiet, and they come in and they see you just quiet, they're gonna stay quiet. Mm -hmm. But if you're sitting there talking and like even if you're just talking about the game you're playing or the actions or maybe the quest you're about to go on, maybe that will open up a conversation to that person. And that's right. how you're going to get more of that activity and within the community. Yeah. Um, I think also just a lot of it, like also like um, that I see a lot around Twitch and in my own community, just playing different games and jumping from different games. And when you do find those certain people, not just getting to know them, but I, I personally love to get to know people like, on a somewhat personal level um 
family wise or whatever. I mean, if you come to my stream, I have my wife, my kids, they always drop in and stuff like that. And it's because I love to have that influence and have them around too. Uh, because it opens that door like, Hey, you have kids. Yeah. I have, have what kind of kids you got. And that allows me to have a personal relationship at that point with that person. Like anytime they come back, I'm like, Hey, how's the kids? Mm -hmm. It makes mm -hmm. it much more personable. Yeah. Well, and, and that's, that's too kind of where like i i very much want my community to feel like a family mm -hmm. yeah. i don't want i don't want us to be a community of people that are like hey i'm streaming come check me out that's not the community i want i want a community where when i jump into their streams they're like oh hey how you been how are the kids how are this how are that or when they come into my stream i too can return the favor and be like hey you just got that new promotion how's that going for you um i very very much fell into the support for support when I first started streaming. And I thought that's what, I don't know. I, I, I it doesn't make sense now that I think back to it. Because it is very, um, how do I say, persuading, I guess you could say. Yeah, it's very persuasive. You, you, see it, you see it out there. You see it with some of the streamers that they push the support for support and things like that. And you'll see these people grow. Some of these guys that have support you support communities or had support support communities have grown to be partner and things like that. So you see that and you're like, Oh, this is what I got to do to get there. So that's why a lot of people I see go into those communities or even the people that I've met in those communities, that's what they're there for mm -hmm. and they expect it. And so they fall just into that circle and they just stay in that circle. But then after a while you realize they only stay in a tight knit circle in that support community. So then they're really not going anywhere. Yeah. And right. the other thing that I've noticed in that, in that regard too, is that if you are in that community and you're close to that, to that partner level or the guy that's, that's running the, the support server or something says, Hey, we're, we're going to give this, this person a push or whatever. And then they do. And then that person succeeds and hits their goal and what have you. And then all of a sudden the next day, everybody's gone. Because they did what they set out to do. They helped you achieve your one goal. Now they now now you know they don't need me anymore. <laughs> and so they're they're out of there. Off to the next one. And, and oh, yeah. so and it I think that, that winds up being the um the demise of a lot of, of partners because they I'm gonna say it, they artificially produced their numbers. And now yeah. that they've now that they've hit that hit that goal those numbers moved on to the next one that needs help. Um, and then that person now loses their status because they don't have the average anymore. Yeah. People, one of the most detrimental things I think to your viewer count is doing those partner pushes because just as you said, a lot of those people will like funnel in trying to hit, get that person a partner, but they don't like the streamer for whatever reason. And so they, you know, they don't stick around. Like they don't become like ingrained in the, into the community. So now it's like once you get partner, then all of a sudden you're dipping to like 40 or 50, which is still like great numbers, but they're not partner numbers. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I think the partner push thing is just not a good idea. Good short term, sure. But uh, if you're trying to actually stay and become a part or become and stay a partner, then it's just I, I think it's detrimental. Um, on the other hand of things, and this kind of plays into the support community a little bit, too. Um, I still stand by like as as top as toxic as it is um and pyramid schemey um it did get me to where I was the sad reality of it you know you could have someone who 
in theory is or could be a great streamer, let's say they maybe only have two viewers, most people are going to click on the 10, 15, 20 plus viewer stream instead of that two viewer stream. So like the bigger you get, the bigger you can get. Um, so it, it they, they kind of play off of each other because, you know, you, you can not to sound bad, but you can essentially use it just to get you to where you need to be, which is kind of what I essentially accidentally did. Um, I, I was in a big support community starting off and most of the people that still come around in my stream that are, that have been in my community since essentially day one are from that community, even though that, that one in particular imploded. Um, I still have lots of people that come in that obviously we're not doing the support for support thing anymore. They just came in to support me to get those, you know, tags they could use and they ended up liking me and sticking around. So I do think as bad as they can be support for supports, not a hundred percent evil, but it definitely is mostly evil for sure. Oh yeah. It's definitely one of those road paved to hell kind of situations where the intentions are good, but what it's become is not yeah. what it was, in, what it was intended. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so what are you, what are you, Hayes? You got to, anything to add to that? Um, I've been trying to talk for 10 minutes and my mic's been muted. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. So there's that. I was like, why do they keep talking over me? <laughs> Anyways, yep. what I was trying to say is uh, Endeavor pointed out something in, in chat that goes with what we're talking about. He said that the support and support, um, it, it, in theory, it sounds good, but really it could really hurt some people in the long run because... Mm -hmm. It just gives them false hope in other things when it comes to their stream. Like when you're when people are doing like affiliate pushes and partner push pushes, like Ninja said, you get your hopes up that, oh, yeah, I got this many. And then you get on and you have one viewer one day and all of a sudden you just want to throw in the towel for everything. Um, I do encourage you to keep going because it does get better. Um, once you get out of the, as Ninja called it, it, it's a pyramid scheme, really. Uh, support for support. And like Ninja said, too, there's a lot. There's a lot you can gain from it. And if you use it to to your best ability, um, you can gain stuff from it. But there there's a lot of downfalls to it, too. Um, mm -hmm. I will probably get yelled at later for saying this, but um, when I first joined the Lunatics, it very much was a support for support group. And as much as they try to sway away from that, I don't think they really have been able to shake that. So it is what it is, um, but I know that there's still people in that Discord that come to watch me for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Oh yeah. So my thing is, yeah, with the pyramid scheme, you're always going to have that top tier mm -hmm. of of that support community. Doesn't matter which one you join. I've been in many, many. I'm talking about more than probably like I can count on my fingers. Um, and each one had that top five. Some of them pretty cool guys. I actually still talk to some of them. But majority of them, I mean, I've seen some of them fall off Twitch completely. Top tier guys that were 
already on a partner push and things like that and just plummet because of one simple mistake and that community imploded them completely and that person totally disappeared um there's just different ways that that those things play out and that's one thing like kind of how ninja was saying that the toxic nature of it they you're you're talking about mass people like in these support communities like one of them i was in probably had like more than like two thousand people and that many people i'm sorry not every single person is going to be supporting every single person it's, it's yeah. impossible and like and, Hayes brought up, oh, sorry, Hayes. No, you're good. You're good. Like Hayes brought up too is there are, there's top tier people. I used to be the top tier people in the lunatics. I was a co-owner of the lunatics. And mm-hmm. at the time I didn't see it as a support group because why would I? I was part of that top five. I was like lunatics royalty. Exactly. So of course I got the support. I got the support because. Everyone thought that I was some better streamer than them or something. I don't know. I suck at streaming, you guys. I'll admit it. Um, But because I was so high in the lunatics, people who would join the lunatics wanted to become my friend because they thought I had all the answers, which I don't. That's why we started this podcast. <laughs> yeah. You muted yourself again, I think. No. 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 Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, it just cut off. I was like... Um, that's because I took a bite of my dinner. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, guys, what have you been doing for your, uh, um, as far as building up your community? I know you, for, you, Hayes, you've got Stranger Danger that you do. That's a nice little networking, community building uh, thing that you do. And, uh, Ninja, you do uh, uh, Rift Tracks and Jackbox on occasion? Uh, yeah, so I had been doing um, Community Night stuff a lot. And it started dying off a little bit. Um, so I supplemented it with movie nights in my Discord. Um, that's something I'd been seeing people were liking to do. And uh, that's been going off pretty well. Um, it's affecting my stream schedule a little bit in the sense of like usually when I do it, either I don't stream after or I stream for a very small time after. Um, but I think just doing things like that are important like it helps build up like hey you know ninja's doing a movie let's go watch a movie with him like he's not he's not just here just to have us you know support him either with views or financially um he's actually here because we are essentially friends because kind of like like what rissa said like i don't i want it to feel like a family like i want to i want them to come in and kind of know like what's going on without it being like a trauma dump type thing but like i want them to you know know like what's going on in my life to a degree or like me know what's going on in their life you know just kind of literally like what what rissa said like i just want to feel like a family basically uh mm-hmm. i think that's important and just that that level of like um genuineness i think really helps uh keep people coming back yeah, also, most can definitely. I point out that, like, we need to bring back community nights at Ninjas, please? <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about, like, uh, doing movie nights one Thursday and then community night, like, like every other Thursday. So that way it's, like, movie night on Thursdays or, you know, Among Us, Rift Tracks, stuff like that. Right. No, I just really miss it. I, 
I don't know. <laughs> but like Ninja was saying too, I think it is very important to have like something you do with your communities that does open that door. That's like, mm-hmm. hey, I might be a streamer on the screen, but do you want to watch a movie with me? Do you want mm-hmm. to let's let's play some games offline? Like I, I think the way that I've been building my community is I spend a lot of time. Um, back to what I was saying though, is open the door to do things off stream with your community. That way I feel like it opens the door to be like, Hey, you're more than just a viewer to me. Let's be friends. I'm really winded tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I've been kind of uh, been wanting, I've always wanted to take and do a little bit more community stuff in my, in my stream. I just, I'm streaming at the worst possible time <laughs> because everyone else I know is streaming. So the uh, possibilities of doing something like Jackbox or um, or even Rift Tracks is just really uh, difficult for me to pull off. Um, but I mean, but you did words on stream really well. Yeah, during that time slot. And then I brought it back when I switched to 530s and uh, nobody was playing. So I just, I stopped. Oh, that's a bummer because... Um, I lived for Tuesdays, man. <laughs> you were you were part of the reason we got to level thirty one with that game. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> Me and my big brain that can't speak English. <laughs> what about you, Hayes? What were you going to say on the the community? Thing? No, just like uh, so like my thing, like you were mentioning Stranger Danger. So that that's my little like community thing that I love to do. Um, not only just for my like, it's not it anything for me like at all like that whole thing that i put together um i've only done it two three times um and i plan to bring it back uh here soon but um just work and everything else i haven't had the time to settle down and actually get some people together to do one but um the thing i love about that is it's bringing streamers and opening them up to people seeing them as a person uh, more personally than just a person behind the screen making you laugh or cry, whatever they are doing. Um, it's uh, like I said, just allowing them to see you on that personal level and getting to know others on that same level across Twitch, someone they probably never even met or would meet on the platform. Um, yeah, I can honestly say that it is real personal on Stranger Danger because I was on it and Hayes uh, d- just discovered i'm not as sweet and innocent as i come off oh yeah definitely not she's crazy she's crazy the real Rissa. <laughs> yep never got to meet the real Rissa. Yeah. yeah it was a grand time i love that game i was happy to be part of it yeah but that's just my thing that i love to do um i like like i said i've uh one thing i've just learned being on twitch for so long is um Finding the joy and getting to know people on that personal level. I I love just meeting everyone and getting to know different people um, wherever they are. I think it also has to do a lot with my military background. I've met people across the United States that I probably would never have met if it wasn't for that. And so I think just adding that in with streaming, meeting people across the world through what they see on a camera and getting to know them. I don't want to just know who you are on camera. I want to know you personally. I want to know you. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I would agree. Um, I too have a military background, and I met yep. some really interesting people. Um, 
in the time in my time of service was when we were still heavily over in Afghanistan and Iraq. Yeah. Um, so we actually had this group of people that joined our our troops to be translators and stuff, but they came from um I think it was Baghdad. And they were um going through training at my base and I ended up being their detail. And it was just it was so amazing because like I grew up in a time period where it was heavily I don't know how to explain it, but I was taught that those people were bad people. Definitely. Yeah, I understand. Um, so when I met these people that came over, joined our military to be translators for our military, and we sat there and I, I got to know them on a real like human level, not this bad guy in some story level. It, it was a very interesting time for me because I was like, wow, like these people are no different from us. Mm-hmm. There's the extremists yeah. anywhere, oh, but yeah. there's normal there's normal people there too. Not Not everybody in that group should be classified as bad. Yeah, and I, I think that just but... comes back. I think that no, I think that just comes back around to being your authentic self behind the camera mm-hmm. with with your community. I think that's what it comes down to is just being that authentic self. Um, if you want to get to know the people on a personal level, then you have to also express yourself to that. Um, I mean, you talked about meeting those people over there. I had an interpreter that went on more than 60 patrols with me and my guys. And I still talk to him to this day. He's finally got his visa and he lives here in America now. And seeing him succeed and be able to make it out of the situation he was in there is amazing. And like I said, just being able to still even have that conversations and things like that, or talk about things that we did over there is, is great to have like a friend like that. Like, even though it, like you said, out of the norm, those people we kind of seen as the bad guy. Right, like I was very, very young when nine eleven happened. Um, and my entire life, it was this this war that was never actually uh, declared a war. By the way, guys, um, yeah, that's gets, a fun fact beaten, for the day. Yeah, beaten into you for sure. Um, and it was just like a nice little. I think I think my time in the military really did change me as a person because now I don't take like stereotypes that I've been taught throughout my life and just put them on people. I, I, I sit back and I'm like, no, let's get to know this person on a real level. Now, if they fit the stereotype, yeah, well, that's kind of sucks for them, but a lot of them don't. And like, when we, when we think about streaming too, that's kind of like, I'm sitting in this podcast right now with three people. I did not know a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know a single one of them a year and a half ago. Um, I think, I think I've known Hayes the longest, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. Um, but I've gotten to know all all three of these people in my in my mind well enough to be able to call them friends, just from the conversations, from being in their streams, from hanging out off stream, and stuff like that. Um, you know, Connor, I confide in Connor almost daily about shit going on mm-hmm. in my life. Um, I'm I'm working on that for myself, but I'm a better listener than a talker (laughs) (laughs) and uh, whatnot. So I feel like had I, if I had kept the same mentality that I had when I first started streaming, which was very much the whole, well, if you don't support me, I'm not going to support you mindset. I would not be 
the streamer I am today. I very much would still have that very greedy mindset, the whole, well, my, you need to support me before I can ever show you support. And I just think that's a very toxic mindset. It is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and the other thing on that is, is, um, is a lot of people that I, I've noticed when they get into streaming, they, they look at it like television or, and radio. So they have to create a persona. They have to create this, um, this character uh, for the stream. And that might work for some, you know, for, for some people. Uh, but in my opinion, when it comes to creating a community of friends, a community of people you want to be close with, they're going to see, they're at some point going to see the real you and not the, not, not the one that you portray in front of the camera. So I think it goes back to both ninjas and Hayes's point of being your, your natural authentic self in front of the camera so that when you have those opportunities to meet people behind the camera, they're still getting the same person and they're not getting this, this sudden sh uh, shock um, that isn't always going to be a, a good thing, you know, because they love this, this, this persona that you created, but this real person is really not my vibe now. So um, be your, you know, be yourself. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's like, honestly like like if anyone takes anything away from this i think that is like one of the biggest ones uh to take away because like i've i, I talked to a lot of people um that i've met through twitch and or just like seeing things on twitter from like what people are saying and something that i keep seeing it seems to be like a recurring theme is people talking about like needing to like wind down after stream and that to me is just like sad like like i feel sad for them for them in the sense of like they're, they're putting on a persona i feel like just you know hitting live and like just being yourself is the best way to go about doing it because like like mondays i stream for like nine hours and honestly i would go for longer if it wasn't for hanging out with my girlfriend like i would stream probably 12 13 14 hours every monday honestly um and Anyway, like I, I just streamed uh, eight hours today, I think. It was like, like seven, seven, eight hours. After this podcast, I'm about to play some more Marauders with Hayes. Like, I, I, the, the whole, gang. like, the whole, <laughs> the whole <laughs> needing to, like, wind down thing to me is just, it, it's sad to hear because, like, that's not sustainable. At some point, they're going to break down and crack, and they're going to be the ones that, make it super far into this journey and then they end up taking a break or they step away and that's one of those things where like if you want to if you want to actually become a full-time streamer like if that's what your end goal is you can't give up you're gonna have low days you're gonna have amazing days it's literally a roller coaster and i feel like having to put on a mask to to start your stream is going to push you in that breaking point a lot sooner than if you're just genuine from the start. Um, I would have mm -hmm. to agree with Ninja. Um, I used to be one of those people that had to wind down after my stream um, because it was just so mentally exhausting to be on camera. I, um, still, I still do, but for a, a different reason, and that's my anxiety. Um, that I just get so worked up trying to be me and trying to be normal that when I'm done with it, I'm tired. I'm getting better at it and it's getting easier for me, you know, as I keep doing this. But when I first started, I was 
drained when I was over. Well, yeah. And like Ninja said, it's not sustainable. I'm a perfect example of how it's not sustainable. In, I think it was the first week of February last year, almost a year ago now, actually. That is crazy to think about. I walked away from streaming. I completely quit and I walked away for seven months. And in August this year, uh, Connor and Tin Man were like, well, when are you going to stream again? Are you streaming again? And I was like, no, I don't plan on it. Like, I was just done. Um, but me and Connor, I decided to do this podcast, which talking about it made me miss streaming. Because, like, this podcast pointed out to me all the positives that streaming had for me. Um, so I came back. And I'm glad I came back. And this time around, I'm not to the point where I have to unwind after stream. Like, when I'm done a stream, I, oh, excuse me, when I'm done a stream, I go right into a video game with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like for a more while. comfortable. I yeah, can't the more now, but that's only because I got the kid that's gonna go to bed, but that's, that's fair. But like yeah. the more comfortable you are being yourself. I mean, come on guys, I'm sitting here eating my dinner <laughs> on stream. <laughs> like, no big deal. I just got up and walked away because my wife Can we uh, talk about that? Who said it's bad to eat on stream? Yeah, let's yeah, let's just I don't that. like that people say that. I'm sorry. If I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. Yeah. <laughs> right? And like if you don't want to watch me eat, okay, I'll be done in like 10 minutes, come back. Yep. Mm -hmm. I just I I I never said it was bad. I just don't do it myself. But I never say anything to anybody who does. Like <laughs> if you're hungry, freaking eat cuz as much as it would probably be good content, you passing out from lack of food on camera is not a good thing. No, not at all. Oh yeah, no, definitely not. Or, but like I said earlier, a one tip challenge. Like I just, <laughs> I just got up and went and got a pair of shorts out of the dresser for my wife because she is in such a routine of taking her dirty clothes off at my bedroom door that she didn't think about mm -hmm. that the camera was on. So she like stood there and she goes, "Uh, I didn't think this through." <laughs> so I had to get up and get her some pants. But that's authentically mm -hmm. me, and that's that's my home life. Uh, as you guys heard, my son yell at me because he couldn't find his own toothpaste earlier. <laughs> and you guys I don't hide I mean, none of that on stream. Yeah. And I know I know Rissa sees it, but my kid likes to be part of the stream sometimes. Uh when I get um, you know, enough bits or subs, uh I gotta eat one of these bean boozled beans. And if he's here, if I have custody of him that day, you'll see this arm shoot across the screen to throw a bean in my mouth. Violently. <laughs> he gets so excited, violent, it's violently. Violent. And he almost shoved one up his nose the other day. Don't, don't, don't chip a tooth. <laughs> he's hovering right now, hoping he's getting the opportunity too. But dad's not I'm, streaming. I'm not streaming. You can't do it today. You have to wait till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that does go back to being your authentic self. I have a kid. I love my kid. And the fact that he wants to be included in some of the things that I do while I'm on stream I'm happy to do it as long as it's, you know, as long as I'm, it's safe, you know, what I'm doing. So, cause I don't want to expose him to anything that doesn't, you know, isn't, isn't good for him. So, um, right. and he gets camera shy most of the time anyways, but when it comes to those beans, he'll jump out and be like, I'm going to get you now. Well, but, and it's like my last stream, my daughter sat in this chair that's right here off camera. You guys can't see it. She sat here the whole time, and she she was she ran the stream. Man, her commentary is what got the stream going. It wasn't mine. 
Um, I, I've I've done that before. I've had um, my daughter. We call her Little Haze, and she she'll pop in, and she's actually hit the go live and did my whole starting and everything, and for like the first like 15, 20 minutes, and then I jump on and I just go into a game. <laughs> Man, that that stream was I really enjoyed that. That was oh yeah, funny. she she's actually a very talkative and funny, and she cracks me up when she does it because it's just a blast. Right, like, and when I first got into streaming, and I don't. It's like Hayes brought up. Who said that eating on stream was a bad thing? I got told being a mom on stream was a bad thing. <clears throat> I got I got flat out told that nobody would watch me if I was taking breaks to take care of my kids or if my kids was coming up and asking me questions that I would stop what I was doing to answer my kids. Nope. I've literally nope. had my daughter come ask me a question on her homework that I couldn't figure out and I had my community help me <laughs> and we broke right. down the math problem because I haven't done math since school. So needed help. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And it's and not, they changed the way you do math too. Yeah, so it's not same oh, math yeah. anymore. Oh yeah. Well, and that's just it is it's like one thing I have learned in my experience of being a streamer is if you're just authentically yourself, Okay, yeah, you might have somebody that's a little annoyed you're eating on stream or a little annoyed I paused the game to take care of my kids' need. But there's five more people that relate to that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Compared to that one negative person. I I think, you know, a lot of my community, we are parents. We all have kids. Minus mm -hmm. a few. Um, you know. Why would they be mad at me for stopping my stream to go help my kid? Because they would do the same thing in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, my phone just went off. I really thought I had that muted. I did not. <laughs> but, However, yeah. though, I feel like <clears throat> building a community and finding the people who get you for you is way more cherishable than having 50 people mm. in your chat that know a version of you. Yeah, 100%. In a, yeah. In a ninja's point, it's more sustainable. Because mm -hmm. you're, again, you've got, you've got people that are viewing, you, they're viewing your stream for you and not what you're doing on that stream. You know, what you're doing on that stream is, is just going to be an added, added bonus to their, you know, to their entertainment, really. <clears throat> um, right. All right. So what is your end goal for your community? Or do you have one? Yeah. Or do you have one? I would say I don't. I really don't have an end goal. Um, mine is just a family. So like just being there for each other when someone is in need or anything like that. That's just it. Um, I've had many people that come in. Um, people know I've dealt with PTSD, my own anxiety, depression, things like that. Um, to the point I've even broken down on stream for like an hour. And that I showed them the true me. Um, and I think just knowing that there's other people like me out there or knowing people there's other people like you out there. Um, there's not an end goal because it doesn't end. You're, you always need some kind of support and I think mine is just a family and a growing family. That's it. What about you, Ninja? 
honestly I, I agree with Hayes. I think I think saying like end goal makes it seem like like it, like it makes it seem like it's gonna end. Um I will say I think, you know, within uh, putting a cap on it's weird, but I think within five years I could either be very near partner or partnered. Um so I I I, I don't want to say like end game. But I, I can definitely see myself hitting partner um, in the future. You know, it could end up taking longer than five years. But I, I think I think within five years, it, it I'd either be pretty close or I'd be there. Hey, ninja for partner. That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> well, and like, I would say that I kind of agree with you guys. I don't really have an end goal for what like my community could be. Um, I just know that I want it to feel more like a family. I want us to to build personal relationships with each other and not just I don't want my community to just build a personal relationship with me. I want the whole community as a whole to build personal relationships with each other. Oh yeah. Um that that's how I feel. I, I would much rather us all be one large family than oh well, I know you through Rissa or the only re- yeah, I know of you because of Ninja or I know of you and whatnot because of this discord or whatever yeah. it may be i, I would rather them just be friends like i think that's the best thing honestly like um it's different to see your chat moving and them talking to each other and stuff like that but i think it even evolves when you start looking at like your discord and seeing your gen chat move and you're not even in there um yeah, yeah what's that like because i don't have a discord I'm just saying, like, if you have one, like, and you you built that to that point or anything, but yeah, like, seeing like your Discord or anything move, or even even your chat, like your Twitch chat or whatever, but actually seeing the people communicate and talking and like, hey, how's your day or anything like that, or like, hey, how's the kids? Or, oh my God, I saw your post on Twitter that you were in the hospital. How are you doing? Like that kind of stuff. Like that makes me feel better to knowing that. I have some kind of influence in those people meeting. I mean, mine's, I mean, I would, I, I, I'm with Hayes. I want my discord to, to be able to do that someday. It doesn't move at all most days, but I've seen other people's where the gen chat is just rolling with everybody talking to each other and the, the, the owner's not even there. And that's, that's a wonderful feeling. Um, just like watching your stream chat, just go and everybody's talking to each other or even talking to you and just, or commenting or, or what have you. Um, that's a wonderful feeling. I personally have no aspirations to take and be a partner. I'm enjoying this as a hobby. I'm enjoying this as mm-hmm. um, an opportunity to make new friends like all of you, um, you know, and just keep doing what I enjoy doing. So a little more growth. That's kind of my only thing that I'm really looking for for myself. And I would have to agree with Connor. I didn't do this to become partner or pay my bills or what have you. Um, Actually, what happened, I didn't even plan on being a streamer. I had brought it up in conversation what it would be like to be a streamer a few times. My wife came home with a PC and goes, find out. (laughs) Um, So it it very much is. Oh, she's an excellent wife. Would not trade her for the world. (laughs) Um. (laughs) So when I first got into it, you know, I had no goal of even what I am now. I did not even think I'd be where I am now when I started this almost two years ago. 
Um, because I, I very much had the mindset that like, oh, nobody's going to watch me. I'm nothing special. Turns out I'm kind of funny. It's about all I got going for me. I'm, I'm kind of funny. <laughs> but yeah, I, I say that about myself too. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty funny, but looks aren't everything. So, <laughs> but I think what I have gotten out of streaming the most is just the friendships. And I think that's what's most important to me is the friendships and getting to know people on a personal level. <laughs> However, you guys, yeah. we are coming to an end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We mm -hmm. um we normally do a small streamer spotlight at the end of the episode. Uh, would you guys like to nominate somebody? So, and just so you guys are aware, I know we, we talked about it a little bit before, but so small streamer spotlight is, is where we each pick another streamer that we think that those that are listening to the podcast should take a look at, go check out their stream and see if they'd be somebody like, you know, they like to follow. Um, so you guys are free to nominate someone of your, of your choice. You don't have to do it at all. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, I would, I definitely would. Uh, so bearded legend gaming, um, mm -hmm. he does a lot of different, uh, variety of games. So I've seen the guy do uh, Dead by Daylight. I've seen him do VR Among Us. I've regular Among Us. He just does uh, overall different things. Also different um, characters. He's a very char charismatic person. So he does go into character sometimes, but majority of the time it is just him himself. Um, I had him on my last Stranger Danger, and he was absolutely amazing. Um, definitely go give the guy a follow. He's absolutely amazing. I've been following him since i met him uh, i've actually met him literally like two days before stranger danger and since then i've kept pretty close contact with him he's absolutely amazing you got a you got you, you got a choice of you got one of your own there ninja i say uh halifax he's uh he's a super cool person um i know he's been super busy with school lately um yeah but he's he's one of those like people that comes into your stream and he's he's there for you um, and actually when I met him, he wasn't even a streamer yet. He actually, um, he started streaming a couple months after I met him. So I definitely say Halifax. Cool. Okay. Uh, you want me to go Rister, or do you want to go? Do you have somebody picked? I do. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so I'm throwing this one out to, uh, Chef Ducky. Uh, he is another variety streamer. Uh, I met him. Uh, I met him playing Dead by Daylight. He was the killer <laughs> in that game. And after after our game was over, he popped into stream, said, "Good game. You guys were you guys were great. Hope you have you know next but you know great games and stuff." I went over to his stream, hung out with him for a little bit. Turns out, not only does he play Dead by Daylight, he plays Hunt Shadow Shadow Legend. Uh, uh, seven days to die, things like that. He's just an all-around uh, really good guy, and he does cooking streams every once in a while. The chef is—he's actually a chef, so and he'll do a cooking stream every once uh, every once in a while. So definitely get, check him out. All right, so my small streamer spotlight is going to go on over to it's Tay X. Just kidding, it's X. It's Tay. Um, over on Twitch, she is a Dead by Daylight streamer. I met her while playing dead by daylight a lot but um she she's super down to earth chill um just i really like her vibes she she's very much there for the conversation she could be getting looped by a killer and is still just right there on chat uh 
responding to chat and she's just on top of it. And so, yeah, go give her a look. Yep. And like we do for all of our episodes, we're going to post everybody's Twitch link uh, in the description of the, um, of the episode. So thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for having us. Of course. Appreciate it. As always, thanks for listening. I'm Connor. And I'm Marissa. Feel free to pop into our Twitch channels and say hi. Our links are listed in the description below. And we'll see you in the next episode.